and I hope it's okay that I say this, but I think sometimes parents have this idea of what an ACE Center student is, um, and they think it's maybe a student who has different ideas about what they want to do after high school, which is fine. There's lots of kids who want to go straight into the work world, and I think that's super important, and we need people who, who want to do that. But I also think if your student wants to go on to post-secondary education, I don't see this as a detriment to that. In fact, I see colleges looking at what Turner has done and saying, wow, this kid really had a passion for something and actually now has experience in doing that. We are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have... Mike Roberts. And today we are broadcasting inside of our radio broadcasting and journalism course. Yeah, we have an audience yeah. for the first time. We, we have, have an audience. In-studio audience. Hey, I see some students over there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> raising their hands. They've been instructed by their teacher who's also on the program. Spoiler alert, I already spoiled it already. They had the teacher on the program here as well. But uh, it's nice to actually get a chance to broadcast in the broadcasting class. Like we usually, we <laughs> it's typically a little ironic. It's a little ironic. That's the teacher right there, Victoria. We'll bring them all in uh, in a second. But first, I have to remind you, check us out on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn. All at the handle Henrico CTE. HenricoCTE.com, where you can find out more information on all the programs we offer your student here in Henrico County. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast on all of your major podcast apps and the majority of your minor ones. So make sure that you look us up on your favorite app, like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Two a month. And Mike, this is for one four of my, years. Two a month for four years. Lots of stuff to binge. Yep. Holidays coming up as of the airing of this episode. Yeah. When I suggested everybody listen to over Thanksgiving, numbers skyrocketed. They took it, so pers- I'm they say took it personal. Over Christmas, you've got two weeks of vacation. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, listen. Just turn us on. Turn the Xbox down. You can Maybe still they'll play give us a bonus with, if the numbers go up. You can still play 2K it. without the volume. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So turn the turn the, the Xbox down. You can still play Call of Duty without the volume, and turn us up. All right, guys. So uh, I mentioned we had guests here as well. So sitting across from me, I have Kara Jean and Turner. That is our parent and student tandem. Both of the O'Neills here joining us on the podcast and our wonderful teacher, Victoria. Welcome guys to Henrico CTE now. And the whole class. And the whole class, <laughs> our studio audience. And they're waving on, their hands to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not beautiful. just prove they're here. Yeah, that's not beautiful. <laughs> well, because where you could just say that. I'm going to be honest, Mike. I was just going to add canned applause at, at the end. <laughs> Maybe you should but, still use canned applause. Okay. It was not very enthusiastic. <laughs> I thought they did. I thought I thought they did well. I thought they did well, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here. First, I got to grill uh, both of our uh, adults sitting across from us. First, have you guys taken any CTE classes? I kind of think I know the answer for Victoria, but for Carrie Jean, have you guys ever taken any career and technical education classes? And if you need some examples, business classes, typing classes, the family and consumer sciences. All of those fall within the realm, JROTC, all of those fall within the realm of career and technical education. So have you taken any of those classes in your high school days? So I have. I actually went kindergarten through 12th grade in Henrico County Public Schools. So when I was a high school student at Godwin, I took a business law class way back in the day. Yes. I took business law as well. 
I also, taking it back even further to sixth grade at Cuyacasin Middle School, I got my first and only D ever oh, no. in a wood shop class <laughs> oh, no. because my hairspray, this was the 80s, my hairspray exploded all over my wooden message board. And when I went to finish it, it did not look the way it was supposed to. Oh, that's um, so that is a very vivid memory <laughs> of my CTE experience <laughs> as a student. But now you're, now you're back uh, working in education. I am. I am an assistant principal at Freeman High School. Well, yep. Glad to have you on the program again. Victoria, have you taken any CTE classes? I have. Funny enough, I actually took this class that I'm now teaching. So kind of ironic how full circle. But my old teacher actually retired last year. I was like, hey, I think you'd be a great fit. You should put in an application. Six years later, after I took it, and now here I am. So it did wonders for me. It's amazing. But yeah, it's crazy to believe we're here. <laughs> Thank you for coming back and giving back uh, to the students in the class that gave you some knowledge yeah. on on the business. So now you're here picking it. it up, picking up the torch. That's right. From uh, well, our friend Bob Kaufman. Yeah. <laughs> Turner, did you take any CT classes before you signed up for the A Center? In sixth grade, I took exploratory, is what it was called. And for the first nine weeks, it was a woodshop class. There you go. Okay. Exploratory. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Hey, look, and you're also taking this one now, so you know this is these are. uh, Did that make you decide to do radio because you weren't good at woodshop? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, no, woodshop was easy because it was the teacher left before the school started, so it was a sub, and he was uh, like an old guy who got out of retirement. (laughs) He was a seasoned individual, seasoned individual, Turner. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Turner, now I'm going to ask you a question. This is going to be a good show. (laughs) It's already a good show. We got our studio honors. Yeah, studio honors. And then, um, so, Turner, I want to ask you this, though. How did you find out about the radio broadcasting program? Two things. I remember people from CTE came to my high school, Glen Allen, I think during, like, gym. And they talked to us about the different programs. And my mom talked to me about it because she knew I was kind of like, I wasn't really engaged with a lot of the classes. I was just normal classes I was taking at Glen Allen. And she knew I had an interest in like media, filmmaking, radio, stuff like that. So she like encouraged me to really apply and look into it. And so I did. So why do you, you think that was important for your son to maybe give it a shot knowing, knowing his interest? I felt like because he wasn't super excited about a lot of the elective choices at his comprehensive high school, and I knew, like he said, he had this passion for learning more about the communications industry, the filmmaking, the entertainment industry, and this program seemed like it would be a good fit and really allow him the opportunity to do some practical application of the things that he was interested in, in a way that maybe taking a business law class in his homeschool would not have excited him. It would have just been a filler on his schedule because he needed an elective. And this seemed like an opportunity for him to actually do something that he would be excited about. I mean, you're an educator as well, so practical application is something that obviously we find near and dear here mm-hmm. inside of career technical education. So talk about that. Talk about the importance of practical application in education and why maybe uh, other parents maybe should consider that as a, as a consistent 
part of their student's educational journey? I think the point of any type of education, whether it's high school education or going on to post-secondary education, is eventually you want to have an occupation, right? We want to have a job, and a job is all practical application of skills. So I had to go to a lot of school in order to do the job that I have now, but what I do day to day, I didn't necessarily learn in a classroom. It came from actually doing the things that are needed to get that job done. So we were talking about a student who's interested in the communications and the entertainment industry, well, you can read all kinds of books about that, but the opportunity to actually know what it's like to put something on the air through a radio broadcast or to write something about a current event, that's a practical application that that is really important skill if you want to be good at your job in the future. Yeah, passive learning is one thing, but then actively and practically learning those skills and then applying those skills in real time and, and, and understanding that you're, it's going to be a bumpy road at the beginning, but watching that process smooth out for you. And even I'm still experiencing that uh, as I grow and, and continue to learn more about the software. Adobe Audition is what we're recording on. Adobe Premiere Pro is what we use to edit here in Henrico County. HEPS TV uses it. I use it. And uh, a lot of TV stations still use an Avid Media Composer. I think they'll eventually get on the Adobe train. But Turner, I want to ask you this. What stuck out to you about radio broadcast and journalism? I know you... You like media, you're interested in media, but when did you realize, say, hey, you know what, I really, I really could take, uh, take this class and take something away from this? It was when we went to the open house, I think when I knew I wanted to do it, because well, we came in, it was Mr. Kaufman still there, and he brought me to the side of the studio, and I was just like, this is, looks really cool, and this is so much better than like sitting in some photography class at my high school, where I'm just <laughs> not really interested doing something more like advanced more interesting to me personally that's when i knew i was like yeah i want to apply for this and try to get in if you were to describe this the a center and this class and what you're getting out of it if you were talking to another student who might not have or not taken an a center class what is it that is, makes this different than the typical class you'd be taking back at your home school it's a lot more like specific and geared towards a certain like area of like learning I guess and you like get a lot more like hands-on experience and like yes I mean every day we're pretty much doing something like practical hands-on like stuff that radio people would do in their day-to-day job the radio people I'm a radio person (laughs) I know I love that (laughs) how can parents better identify what their students interests are you mentioned that you knew your student was interested in media so that was the catalyst to tell them hey maybe Mm -hmm. give this a shot so how can other parents do the same thing you've done and identify maybe passions that their students might have and not even necessarily passions, but something that their student might just like to do generally that could turn into a lucrative career? Yeah, so I think it's a lot of what you just said. It's important to really be, be tuned in to what your kid gets excited about, right? So I knew Turner Turner has always been excited about watching movies and film, but he's also really into music. So thinking about that and thinking about how can I turn this into something where he would actually be excited to go to school every day because even though he's a good student academically 
he wasn't really excited <laughs> about going to school. So when you talk with your kid, right, like what do their eyes light up when they talk about? Um, and then is there an opportunity to translate that into a CTE course? And I think that there's so many offerings that the A Center has across your three different A Centers that there's got to be something that when your kid talks about it, they get really excited. And then there's a linkage that you could make to a potential um, CTE class. And I, and I think it's about being tuned in and thinking outside the box too of a lot of times when you think about school, kids are asked, well, what's your favorite subject? And they're expected to say, you know, math or English or social studies or science. And we have to get folks to expand that, to think about what's beyond those core academic classes. Because unless, you know, you're going to be a teacher, you're likely not going to do a lot with like history moving forward. It's a great to know about that. But what is something that translates into a marketable or practical skill that your student or your kid could use moving forward? Are you seeing any of his excitement and um, focus on this class getting out into the other his other classes that he's taken? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <was> the wrong question. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no. So what I appreciate is that on day ones, I know he's excited to go to school, right? And and this is not like to be derogatory towards, you know, his experience, his regular high school experience at all. It's just this is something that he actually, like I said, his eyes light up when he talks about the types of things that he's doing in this class in a way that maybe they don't when he talks about his Algebra 2 class. Um, and I also think, you know, he is, he, he didn't mention this, but he also is taking the video and media production early bird class at his home school. So he's getting some practical application of putting on the morning announcements there too. And I love that opportunity for students because maybe there isn't room in their schedule to come to an ACE Center, but what are the opportunities within the regular curriculum at their home school too? So Victoria, I want to bring you in. Uh, let's describe radio broadcast and journalism for our listening audience. What can a student, maybe they're a prospective student, listening to this program and said, hey, maybe I want to do this as well. <laughs> so what can they expect to learn when they come here? It's a two-year program. It year is. one, what can they learn? Year two, what can they learn? Um, year one is mostly hands-on. So not to say that year two is not, but like Turner said, every day we're doing something. They learn about the history of radio, copywriting techniques, whether it's news or sports, because like we were talking about earlier, they're very similar but different in a lot of ways. And some of these kids, they don't want to go into radio. They want to do sports. They want to do news. So we do that, and then we play a lot of music, obviously, throughout class. They learn how to organize the music, put it on air, get comfortable being on the radio. So they're a completely student station run. So like they do everything. They produce everything. They voice everything. So they do that year one and year two, but year two is focused on journalism. So they do a lot more writing in year two. They do produce all of that writing as well. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Very hands-on, Turner. To, much to your delight, much to <laughs> our studio audience's delight, I'm sure, to get an opportunity to actually do things that the industry uh, would deem as worthy and deem, deem as pos a positive experience. Yes. But, Turner, what are your career goals, and uh, what, do you, what do you hope to do after high school? Do you know yet? And that's okay. It can be like, yeah. oh, I want to be in media. But, from your based on your experience in radio, your TV production, early bird TV production, TV media production, what do you want to do after high school? After high school, I would like to go to film school and learn to become a filmmaker. That's been like my main goal, my main passion for a long time now. And I think there are like certain classes and avenues you can go down to like 
it's not the exact same thing, but it's adjacent and you can learn different things and learn different skills that like help accumulate to what you eventually want to do. I tell you what, man, audio is so, so important when you're making videos. <laughs> yes. I tell people all the time, people, they can forgive uh, maybe a grainy image because you boost the ISO, ISO too high or maybe it's too dark. Uh, but when they can understand what an interview is saying, that it, that just throws the whole production off. Or if a song underneath a scene is overmodulating, that just throws the whole feel of that entire scene off. So I think the audio background is so important. And Victoria, can you speak to that? Why is audio so important to someone who maybe wants to become a filmmaker? We are getting a TV production class that'll be available next year. But why should students who do want to go into the video route maybe consider radio broadcast and journalism? So audio, like you said, is universal. So even in filmmaking, there's audio everywhere, whether it's voiceovers or the music that they're playing in the background. There's always some sort of audio. So it translates completely no matter what field you go into media wise. So any movie trailers are a lot of the time voiceovers, stuff like that. So learning how to record your voice and how to sound good when you're speaking and how to record other people's voices and put things together and make a message out of something that you can't see holds a lot of power. So for them to learn how to be able to do that here and even not in this class, if they decide to take it up as a hobby outside of here, learning that to go into that field would be very beneficial for them. Okay, Regina, I'm going to bring you back in. Hearing all that, why should other parents maybe consider giving this an op- giving the, the, this a shot, maybe pushing their students towards a CTE program or a center program, CTE program being at a comprehensive school, but a center program being at one of our three specialty centers, why should they give it a go? I think they should think about whether their student is somebody who really thrives in that practical application setting. If their child is somebody who maybe isn't all that excited, by the typical day in a typical high school setting and would want to have this opportunity to collaborate with other people who have the same interests and passions that they do in order to produce something, whether that's you know producing a well-painted car, <laughs> an auto body, whether that is producing a beautiful Adirondack chair and carpentry, or whether that's producing a, a radio show and radio broadcasting and journalism. That type of thing is something that I think a lot of students would be really excited about and I hope it's okay that I say this, but I think sometimes parents have this idea of what an ACE Center student is, and they think it's maybe a student who has different ideas about what they want to do after high school, which is fine. There's lots of kids who want to go straight into the work world, and I think that's super important, and we need people who who want to do that. But I also think if your student wants to go on to post-secondary education, I don't see this as a detriment to that. In fact, I see colleges looking at what Turner has done and saying, wow, this kid really had a passion for something and actually now has experience in doing that and has shown that he can do that, and we would love to have him in our college program because we already know that he can do some of this work and can stick with it and apply it. And and I think that when you start to think about things that way, parents might be more open-minded to this idea of their students coming to an ACE center. We were speaking with Kara Jean and Turner O'Neill, as well as Victoria here on Henrico CTE Now. And I couldn't agree more, right, Mike, with the sentiments that she just laid out. I I think ACE centers just, they're a plus. They're never a minus. Right. They're always a plus, in my opinion. And, you know, I work here, so. <laughs> but seriously, though, but seriously, I really do believe in the skills that our students are learning here inside of the A-Centers, and I couldn't have put it better myself. When you, when you say these things, is there anything that you think that the 
if you were in charge for a day, what is it that you think that the system, the school could do to better educate parents about these types of opportunities so that they don't look at it as in, well, this is where the kids are going who are not looking to go to college, which is completely wrong because, you know, we run into, we talk to the students all the time. And in even this morning's event yeah. with the culinary students, they're going, most of them are going to college. And we have dual enrolled dual enrollment mm-hmm. to yeah the you know so courses yeah it's 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 something that we've always had to fight what is it do you think we and if you were something you could do what do you think we could do better in getting that out to parents well i think one thing and you're we're doing it right now is having that parent voice be part of this conversation mm-hmm. um and, and bringing parents in who have had really positive experiences to talk to other parents so i think it's one thing to hear from a teacher in a cte program and even to hear from a student but to hear from somebody who you know has the same experience and the same questions and the same ideas that you that you may have as a parent and being able to talk to them about that is important. Um, I also think, and I know there's, as someone who works in a high school, I know that there's limited time in each day, but also working to make sure that when we are letting students know about these offerings, that we're offering that to all students. So Turner mentioned that he thought that he remembered hearing about it in his PE class. That's amazing. But I know in some places that's not the case, that maybe it's just select students who come to find out about a CT program. So really broadening who gets to hear it so that every student, whether they're in all AP classes or whether they're taking a regular high school curriculum, know about these options. Yeah, and that's one of the things that we're trying to do with the podcast, obviously, but also with social media, trying to meet students where they are, but most are more so parents. A lot of our audience is parents and the mothers and the fathers and the guardians of Henrico County Public School. So we want to make sure we get that information out to you so your student doesn't miss anything and has an opportunity to take advantage of all the things we offer here in Henrico County. You want an audience participation question? Yeah, sure. Ask the audience something. Raise your hand. All right, uh, everybody in the classroom, raise your hands if if your parents were like, "Mm," when you first mentioned this program, that you wanted to go to the A Center. Raise your hands if anybody, nobody, everybody's parents were like really cool with it. Yeah. Especially for like what I want to do. That's awesome. That is, nobody, nobody had a problem. Cool. That's great. That's absolutely what we want to hear. And Victoria, uh, let's talk about skills. Let's talk about jobs. What are some careers that are right in line with the things that students learn here in radio broadcast and journalism. Some of the more popular ones, of course, Mm -hmm. but also some of the little known ones that students may be able to get that are a little bit closer to home. We're actually doing a sales chapter right now. Um, So they are learning that it's not just about DJing or writing news or writing sports, but the backhand side of that. So all sales, all finances, everything to do with promotions department, contests, giveaways, I mean, the people who put it all together, because at a regular station, most of the time it's two separate departments between who voices things and who actually writes them and produces them. Um, So we've been learning about all of those. So there's like five or six different departments that people don't think about, promotions and sales and production. Most people are familiar with DJing and they think we have to be on air, but there's endless possibility of jobs. It takes a lot to run a radio station. Yes, it does. It's not just the person playing the music. So um, we talk about that a lot because a lot of people go on air. Like for me, I did it a few years and I was like, I want more. And so I went into a few, several different departments and found something I liked more. So you can learn one skill and make it universal. 
let's talk about skills. What kind of skills will the students learn here as far as professional development? Um, not only critical and creative thinking skills, but writing skills, which are super important communication yes, skills. Are. You can use that in any field you go into. So learning how to speak properly, to write, to get your point across, it's huge. And like I said, even if they decided to go into mechanics or whatever, they can use that anywhere. So they'll know how to talk to people. They'll know how to write properly and get their message across. Writing is so very important, and especially for the students that are coming out now. We, we talked a little bit about it. I had an opportunity to speak with some of, of the students before putting this show on. They're looking for students to be able to do all three. I say write well, yes. film well. <laughs> And edit well, and whether that be audio or video or a combination of both like I'm doing right here. Uh, so it's so important to be able to write because social media writing, you write a lot. <laughs> you write a lot in social media, and uh, nothing turns the audience off more than common misspellings <laughs> showing up. It's something that you are trying to promote. So, uh, Turner, what's your favorite part of participating in radio broadcast and journalism? So far, it's been like creating advertisements, things to air in between the music, and collaborating with other people to make those. I think because like my brain's geared towards filmmaking, it's kind of like it's kind of like making a movie, where it's like you have pre-production, you write it, production, recording it, post-production, editing it, and it's kind of forced myself to like think about a way to get a point across or get a story beat across without the visual. The visual aspect, just audio only. It's a lot more complicated when it's just audio. Yes. You can't rely uh, on the pictures yes. doing a lot of the talking for you, trust me. And it's like coming from the opposite tracks that I started in radio in college with 91.3 WVST. Shout out to the source. <laughs> That's where I got my start. And so I did radio first. So writing stuff like that, writing promos, recording promos, and then starting to do video work. I was like, damn, this is so much easier because I don't have to say as much. But then the problem was brevity for me. I was saying too much. Let, right. Yeah, to, to let the video do a little bit more talking. So that's cool that um, that's what you're seeing there and that's what you're getting out of that. So that's very awesome. What do you think that a CTE education offers that most people do not consider? And this is opposed to uh, every single one here, except for Mike, of course, because he's on my side. <laughs> Everybody on the opposite side. What do you think a CTE education offers that most people don't, don't consider? I think that it offers a different perspective of what comes after high school. Um, so a lot of people take a traditional path of going straight to college or higher education, which is phenomenal. But for those people that don't necessarily want to take that path, you can go directly into the workforce. You can go to a night school or a trade school instead. So there's endless opportunities using these programs that CTE offers to make a life for yourself without going to college if that's not in the cards for you, if that's not something that you want to do. So there's more than one option, and that opens a lot of doors. With networking, too, is huge. You meet so many different people in each program that you might be able to get jobs or internships with, and I don't think you necessarily get that on a day-to-day -day basis outside of CTE. Certainly a lot harder to get. Kara Jean, you want to weigh in on this subject right here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely harder to make those type of networking connections outside of CTE courses. And you know, the ACE Center does a really great job of connecting students with those community resources and those, you know, potential employers. Uh, and that's not something that a student is going to get outside of, of an ACE Center or a CTE course. I also think 
just specific to Henrico's ACE centers is they're really the only places in the county where kids from every single school come together. I know we have specialty centers and things like that, but I think that ACE centers are really unique in that. And I think that gives you, gives students such an opportunity to talk to people who have different experiences and collaborate with people who have different experiences. And that's really important in the real world because uh, that is a skill that you cannot learn how to do from a book and you have to learn how to do impractical application of it and and the ACE centers offer such a wonderful opportunity to do that. And that's right. We accept everybody from all nine high schools <laughs> in yep. Rico County. Uh, except everybody in Rico High School where I grew, uh, I uh, graduated from. Oh. And then we got one of our <laughs> studio artists. He's from Henrico as well. So shout out to Henrico. Uh, Turner, what, what about you? I want to get Turner's take on, on this. Uh, what do you think a CTE education offers that most people don't realize? We talked a lot about hands-on, and what, what was the fancy phrase you guys are saying? Practical, Practical application. application. <laughs> Practical application. It offers that. I think. And we've. It's a why. It's a. Re- it's an answer to the why. Why am I here? What am I? Why am I doing this? And now you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing so far for me. Practical application. <laughs> you guys got to do a practical application promo after this one right here. Honestly, I'm gonna make you write a script about make that. Make a write a script. Make a little <laughs> make a little jingle for practical application because it's super duper important. Would you want to add, Mike? No, I was just I was saying that we hear that you had brought up about the the interaction with the students from different schools when they come to the A Center, and I've heard that over and over again over the years of the students making friends with 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 other students that they would not normally get to meet. Yeah, you know, East End, West End, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's sort of been a huge reason why some students even consider it. Yeah. to begin with, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a top five reason why students want to come to the A Center just yep. to get out of their homeschool. Yep. So yeah, uh, Turner, you got any friends that you made here from different high schools? Of course. Yes. <laughs> Wait, wait, friends. They're, Cooper, friends. Cooper goes to Freeman. He didn't even. I didn't even tell him that my mom was assistant principal. They, they all just did, found out today. All, I kept that a secret. I outed him by accident. Oh man, it's all right. It's all right. Turner is not excited about having a mom who's an assistant principal. Let's make that very clear. It, it I don't is, think there's any student that's no, 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 excited like the, about that. It's the most uncool job you can have as a parent. <laughs> Rashawn I'm knows. trying to keep my head. Yes. Rashawn yes, knows. Yes, I do because, uh, yeah, my mother had, had worked at while you, Henrico High School yep. while I was going to Henrico High School. Really interesting experience. So, um, And then also uh, she was at the A-Center. Yep. Uh, but I wasn't at the A-Center while she was working at the but A-Center. You know. then, I, then I got hired here and she was still working there <laughs> before she got a different opportunity to, to be a director over there in, in Petersburg. But, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Yeah. It's coming full circle, right? Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I want to thank everybody for being a participant here on Henrico CTE. Now, before I let the listening audience go, I got to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, all at the handle Henrico CTE, HenricoCTE.com to find out more information about radio broadcast and journalism, as well as all of our other A Center courses, and as well as the comprehensive courses that we offer at Don't all of the, the middle schools. And the high schools. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast on all of your major podcast apps and the majority of your minor ones. Uh, where Whenever I run across one that I didn't know existed, I add it. Um, so, But you should not have a problem finding us. So look us up. 
Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, do some binging because we've, like I said, if we got over a hundred episodes, you got plenty of time over the next two weeks to to listen up and find out some inf- interesting information about how to get your career started through an A Center comprehensive uh, CT class. Yeah, absolutely. Please, 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 binge, binge, binge. We have professionals on here. Uh, we have a, I think, of season two. We have another parent student podcast that we did. Was it season two? EMT. Season EMT it was, one. It was an EMT yep. student. Um, but yeah, so go ahead if you want to hear more. We had a mom parents, and a dad, mom and a dad, and, and a student, student. On, on there as well. So uh, that's a good podcast to go back if you like this one. Maybe try that one. You know, because we didn't give any information to find it, so because <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. What it, was. <laughs> it was the Werniff, Spencer Werniff. Yes, it was. Yes, Spencer, it was. The Werniff. The Werniff. Yeah. So you can look it up. So you can look it up. You can spell the, the name. If you can, uh, <laughs> just start with the W. You should be. You yeah. should be okay after that. All right, guys. That's all we have here for Carrie Jean, for Turner, for Victoria, and Mike Roberts. I'm Rashawn Garnett. This has been Henrico CTE Now. Until next time, so long, everyone.